Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders worldwide. Um, this is my next daily update, and I'm going to talk about a token doesn't have anything actively happening right now, but I want to discuss it because I think it's worth at least a partial spotlight to it uh, because some people are still, I see, kind of jumping in and buying in, and and they're also curious, okay, what's going on and what's going to happen here? So. I'm going to talk about Keanu Inu again. I've talked about it before on previous podcast episodes. Just to briefly refresh where we got to this, how we got to this point. Keanu Inu token launched during the heyday of the whole Elon tweet that spiked Doge to 70 cents. It's one of the various dog tokens. And from the moment that it launched, they immediately hooked into Keanu Reeves and the Matrix 4 that's upcoming and John Wick and all this, the tokens Fasha is actually uh, Keanu Reeves' dog. It's a cartoonized version of the dog. And from the moment I saw it, I didn't buy in because I had some sketch. It was kind of sketchy. However, it has reflections. It has a burn mechanic. It has solid tokenomics. And the developers seem like they're good-hearted people. But they just, I had a big concern with the way that they were doing it. So I didn't buy in initially. Fast forward a little bit. And the Keanu team was doing what's, what Satama is doing now. They were leading up to a launch of a wallet that they were developing, and they called it Matrix. And the there was supposed to be a big shindig in Vegas, a bunch of celebrities and all this. It fell through, and so when it fell through, basically they lost the vast majority of the value they had gained because so many people sold because they didn't trust the project anymore because of this. It wasn't really the developer's fault directly except that I think they were a little bit too ambitious, but they were doing what Satama's doing now, months before Satama even thought about doing it, which makes me kind of nervous about Satama, not because I don't trust the team, but simply because I'm not sure in, you know, there's so many parallels to the path, right? The, the burn mechanic is the same. The reflections is the same. And Satama is hooked into one piece, but I don't think that there's any harm because they didn't, you know, there's not really too much that the, the logo on Satama is a completely different character from a different anime, as I'm understood. The name happens to be One Piece, but it's not directly tied to it. So it seems like they avoided a lot of the smoke. Keanu, when this wallet thing fell out, now at that time, the only issue was the fact that they botched this event. That was the only problem at that time. So when that happens, they lose the value. I actually bought in. So I bought on, on the dip, and I bought, you know, it wasn't a lot. So I bought on the dip. It wasn't a lot of money. It was a lot of tokens. It wasn't a lot of money. So I bought it on the dip, and I just kind of sat on it. And I watched it basically steadily grow a little bit again. Then what happens is that Keanu Reeves, the real Keanu Reeves, sends a cease and desist to these guys. And it had to do with likeness. And if you understand cease and desist as I do, you understand that his biggest beef, his lawyer's biggest beef was they would go on social media, they would be on their website and everywhere else posting images of Various footage from the Matrix, footage from John Wick, and all this with their token imposed over top of, you know, Keanu's face. Or they would use Keanu's face on the website as if it was an endorsement when it wasn't. He didn't even know about it. And their messaging, I mean, it had the good intentions. They said, well, you know, Keanu's, and he is, a very, he's a philanthropist. He's a friendly person. He believes in donating to causes, and he believes in helping with poverty. I mean, all of this is factually true, and so they, they hooked their wagon, so to say, to that messaging, but using his likeness, which is, that was their shortcoming. 
if they had left it at the, let's say, a cartoonized version of his face or a cartoonized version of, you know, Neo from The Matrix or something that they, like that and then not used his face, you could still use The Matrix code. The Matrix code is public. You could just change the letters to something else, change even the colors, and then use maybe a cartoonized version of his face. We wouldn't be having this conversation right now. It was the fact that they decided to jump on board with something that was clearly illegal. His lawyers, of course, are trying to protect his best interest because the problem is you're profiting off of it. It wasn't even the use of the photos because you can use Keanu's photo in a meme and there's no problem with this. You can use Keanu's photo on some banner ad and there's no not really too much problem with it except when you are generating profit as a result of using those likenesses because now you're basically taking money from him and even if they had offered, and I think this would have been something interesting, if they had offered to say, hey, look, we'd like, in advance, we'd like to use your likeness, we'll give you some tokens, and, you know, if you want to donate to charity, that's fine, but we'd like to use your likeness and pay you in the tokens, and at least negotiate it. The problem is that would have taken years, and I don't think he would have bought into it. So they just kind of went to it, and these are probably people that aren't from America, so they don't know that we have these laws. Well, they get to cease and desist. The letter apparently goes to one of the developers who then freaks out and then drops the project and leaves and abandons it. When this happens, of course, now people are stuck with the tokens. The, the fast forward now, and we've got a token that is not really worthless, but it doesn't have significant value. A bunch of people sell out naturally when the cease and desist happens because they communicated this to social media. Well, it's cease and desist and we're shutting down. They shut down the website. They shut down... The, the Telegram group's still there, but they shut down Facebook. They shut down all these things. And I'm telling, you know, I'm communicating prior to this happening, saying, you know, I think this is, you can go back to my podcast. I said, I think this is a problem to be using this likeness like this. It's probably going to get you sued, and I don't think it's a good idea. And then after it happened, I chimed back in and said, okay, you need to tell people, communicate. And they said, well, we've got to shut down all the different things, which is not true. You don't have to close down social media. You just have to remove what's violating, which is the likeness, which is his pictures, his photos. The dog, nobody cares. But his using his photo, using the footage from The Matrix and John Wick, that's all you have to remove. That's all it is. But this, again, these are people that are likely not from America, so they don't know. They don't understand what you know improper use of likeness really means. It just means... You're just using footage and photos and things to make a profit, so stop using the footage and photos. You can still make the profit. It, they didn't use, like, Keanu Reeves' token. That would have been a problem. It's just called Keanu. Okay, well, that's not an issue because the first name is not protected. So I think they overreacted, and I told them that. I think they overreacted. The problem is the developer who overreacted is long gone, and he took a vast majority of the liquidity with him when he cashed out. So... This is kind of one of those stories to all tokens. It's like if you, first of all, you shouldn't just jump in using somebody else's likeness to pitch your token, but I understand some of you are not from America, so you don't understand why that's a problem. Even if you did do that and you get a cease and desist, you have to understand the judge is not going to just immediately throw you in jail. That's not how it works. They're t basically, that letter is telling you, stop doing what we have a problem with, which is using my photos and using my voice and using my footage. Get rid of that, and we're pretty much good because now you don't have a case. If he were to come after these guys for just the name, he'd lose in court, and they know that. That's why they use these threatening, intimidating letters. It comes from an attorney, and you get freaked out. I understand. Fast forward, and now you've got a team of, you know, a team of people who have taken over the project. 
apparently, and they are trying to revitalize it, but then they realize that there's too many issues in the original contract. And this is a pattern, or as Tim Bradley likes to say, a pattern in the crypto community where they're trying to change the contract. The problem is you can't change the contract because it's already verified. So now they have to spin up a new token and try to start over from scratch because essentially that's what you're doing is starting over from scratch. And to some degree, you can recoup some of the people that are still there. Now, there's a clear connection in the old token versus what we might get in the new token, which is the current token has, I believe, 100 quadrillion tokens to it. So you can hold 100 billion for 10 bucks right now. They Most of these crypto companies, what they're doing is they're changing that down and getting away from the whole quadrillions of tokens, getting down to like 100 billion or 10 billion or something that's more constrained. Or if you think of like Bone that has a constrained inventory, because in their mind, it's more value to do that than the quadrillions so that they can get more wealth faster. I don't agree with it. If I were the developers here, I would settle on something that's like 100 or 200 trillion up no higher than 500 trillion because to me that's the best balance between a super extreme number of tokens like quadrillions and a super low number of tokens like billions like i would just kind of settle into i wouldn't do one trillion i think it's not enough because once you grow it's gonna the market caps the joke but i would think of something like 100 trillion maybe 200 trillion to me is the better number to go with because when they're going to get this new token spun up they're wanting people to airdrop the tokens to them so they can cash out the liquidity and then they're going to airdrop the new token which will be on the binance chain back down to the person obviously there are some significant trust issues with this because you can't guarantee that they're actually going to send you the tokens they say they're going to send that's number one number two we don't know how the exchange will work at this point but chances are it's going to be fiat value to fiat value well the problem is that, that right now in the, I think, again, I think it's, I think it's a hundred quadrillion, but right now, whatever that quadrillion number is, when you have, again, a hundred billion for $10 and now it has a chance to grow and it has, I want to say nine zeros in front of it. So now you got some really good room to grow this guy and become a millionaire quick if you invest a hundred or a thousand dollars, right? But if they drop it down to like 1 billion or 10 billion, I don't think they're going to 1 billion, probably going to be like 10 billion. Well, the problem is that $10 isn't going to do you anything. It's going to be a couple hundred thousand dollars at best because you've constrained now the potential for the market cap because there's not enough inventory based on the value that you expect and that you target. And so to people, and I talked about the psychological impact of tokens and the number of tokens that you can hold. No, it's not bad to have a few hundred thousand, but it's much better to have billions if you're coming from billions or some people are sitting on trillions. One guy, I believe has like 50% of the current Keanu sitting on it just to wait to see. So then it's like, okay, if you got trillions and trillions of tokens in the old and then in the new one, you're only billions. That's going to kind of frustrate you a little bit. If you're in the billions and you go down to hundreds of thousands or even millions, like in my case, it's probably like 1 million. I'm not too worried about it, but the point is from a psychological perspective, most of the people that are trading it won't be too happy with what their perception is of losing money. They haven't lost anything, as I covered in a previous episode, but it's all psychological. It's perception, right? So I wish that they would spin up the new token with a more reasonable inventory that's not extremely low, and I don't know what that inventory is yet, so maybe they will take that advice to heart. But 
if they go all the way down like all the rest of them have done, you know, if I look at um, there was a, there was a number of tokens that that they dropped down to just like one billion. It's like, okay, why are you doing this? Because what does that get you? And I think what it's getting them in concept is they're trying to get it to more credibility. I talked about before that in toxic communities um, like cryptocurrency on Reddit, they think that any coin that's less than that's a fraction of a penny or less than a penny. Um, in most cases, less than a dollar must be a scam because it's taking too long and you're, you know, there's a lot of rug pulls. It's not saying there's not. And so they lump them all into that. And they might be using this opportunity to try to increase the credibility of the token. However, I don't think it's the right answer because you can take lessons from something like ID where they didn't constrain the inventory to a significant degree and yet you still have a token that has growth opportunities. It's going to take it a while for it to get to the peaks that it could get to, but it's an example where you didn't need to use the inventory as a gimmick in order to get people to buy in. And I think it really all goes to marketing and a strong communication team, a good audit backing it, being listed on exchanges. I mean, there's a lot to it, top tier exchanges. There's a lot to it, but I think you can get around the FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt that is being promoted by certain skeptical groups out there Without all these different gimmick changes, you know, they might throw in something like a anti-whale and all this stuff that I talked about where it actually harms the lower traders because it makes it harder for them to sell if they had an emergency. I'm not suggesting that somebody should invest what they can't afford, but the truth is sometimes you invest what you can easily afford, but then suddenly you lose your job because of a fox scene, something, and, and then you're having to withdraw money from your various investments. I mean, that's normal. So things happen. And I would like those people to be able to do that if they need to, because it makes sense for them. So that's where Keanu is. As it stands, they have not released any significant update as to what's going on with the token. So I'm going to talk about the different options right now that are perceived and have been discussed. Now, if you're not in Keanu as of right now, so that we're talking people that have not bought into the token, theoretically, you could buy into the Keanu. It is still available on certain exchanges. Like I know for a fact, if you go through one inch, you can get it. Um, Uniswap does have it, but it tends to be tricky to get, but you, it is possible to get it there. So it is possible to buy into Keanu. And then, like I said, right now, based on its current price, you, 10 bucks gets you 100 billion tokens. Um, it has nine zeros in front of it. So that means that it's got strong growth potential in the short term. So if you were to invest, let's say, if you were had the money and you could invest, let's say, 10000 bucks into the thing, and then there happened to be some short pumps that happened, you could theoretically drop one zero and then make a pretty good amount of money and then cash out. Cashing out's where it gets tricky. So now I'm going to talk about if you already have Keanu. If you have Keanu, yes, it is possible to sell your Keanu. It is theoretically possible. However, it's not easy. Uniswap will sometimes let you do it and sometimes will not. And that's because Uniswap is running low on its liquidity. So there's not enough liquidity pair to be able to do it. And so people who have Keanu on deck, there's some that have a lot of it. And then they have some uh, Ethereum. They created a pair. And so you're buying through them, essentially. The problem is they're charging high fees. So the gas fee is going to be a nightmare for you. And then there's a liquidity charge that's applied. But you could... Do it on, you just check every now and then, and then every now and then it's like, oh, wow, I can trade this. And then you'll see the liquidity charge is somewhat high. It's usually like 1%. Some people are charging like 5%. So you could do it that way. 
if you go through one inch, you can almost always trade it. The problem with one inch is that one inch made the stupid decision of basically blocking out everybody in the U.S. So you have to go through a VPN in order to access it. It'll work if you do that, but it's yet another hoop for no reason because there was nothing that they were doing that was against any laws. They just freaked out because of, I think, one or two tokens like XRP made them freak out. And they said, okay, we'll just block all America, which is whatever. So Uniswap's number one on the list I would recommend. One inch is second on the list I would recommend they do or will allow you to sell those. You can try like simple swap. Uh, you can try sushi swap, but sushi swap tends to be buggy. It may even crash your app if you go through the go through the uh, wallet. Um, but you can try and see if you can get it to work. So there's a couple of options if you want to sell out. Now, the third option, of course, is you could hold it, right? And that's H O D L. If you hold it, the trick is we don't have any time as to when it's complete. The last status is they're done with the code and they're done with the new contract and they're going through auditing. Um, they're, you know, with the Binance, they're working on websites, they're working on marketing um, and then creating the transition plan. So you could sit and wait it out. Now, if you decide to sit and wait it out again, if you, you're, uh, I can't tell you how long you'll be waiting and you have to, Fight the psychological urge to freak out over the ups and downs of the value because there are people still trading it. So it's going to lose some value. That's going to happen. So that's something you need to think about. Again, if they do a fiat equivalent exchange, which I hope they don't, but that's chances are what they're going to do, then that means that when as it tanks before they do the swap, you're going to lose value. If they do a token equivalent exchange, which I doubt, but maybe they could, then it's different because they'll just say, oh, you have $100 billion here. Ours is going to accommodate your $100 billion, and then they'll calculate the total that's out there and say, all right, well, if the circulating supply is, let's say, $50 trillion that's out there, all right, we'll set our token to be $100 trillion, right, and then burn half, and then everybody has a chance to swap in, and then immediately your value goes up. It, it just depends on what they're going to do, and you don't know. So that's the uncertainty principle of we don't know exactly what their transition plan is. So you're sitting for an unknown amount of time, for an unknown amount of value when you swap. And we also don't know, what, is it going to succeed, right? Is it going to be a successful token post-conversion? Most of these that go post-conversion, I can think of Tenchi uh, Hold even was one, H-O-D-L, was one that went through a V2, and it was somewhat painful for anybody who had the whole old token. So I don't know what to expect, and I don't know what to tell you to expect, and that's a that's a risk for your portfolios, whether you do that. However, there's also the, you know, is it worth spending the gas to sell out? Maybe it is. I had over a trillion of Keanu at one point, and then I sold roughly about $900 billion of it, so I could put it into ID, which I don't specifically regret. The problem is that ID, of course, being Ethereum, wasn't going to work for me. So I had to make some moves to get it over into uh, Binance side because it has a Binance equivalent. So with this one, because it's Binance, I don't have to worry about that. But that's that's the kinds of planning and thinking you're going to want to go through is do I keep it? And if I keep it, how long am I going to keep it? And what's its value going to be? And what's my new value going to be? And none of those questions have been answered at this point. So, again, you can buy in now if you wanted, theoretically, and then basically when the swap happens, then you will get um, whatever equivalent when they determine what the swap's going to be. That is an option one. You can do that even now. 
Um, nothing stops you from doing it. It's just whether or not it's a smart idea, which only you can determine. Or you can kind of sit back, wait, watch, um, see what's going to happen with the thing, buy into the new, to new token, right? Option two, of course, if you already have it, is you can sell and then buy into another project or just sell, sit on, you know, Binance, BNB coin, and then wait for the new token, see what it is, and if it's worth it, buy in there. So you got a couple of choices, just there's not enough information to make a strong choice, and that's a risk. That's all I'm doing is describing you all the options, but at the end of the day, every last one of them is a risk, and it's something you really need to assess in your portfolio to make sure it makes sense for you because sometimes these kinds of transitions really don't go well, and sometimes they do go reasonably well. And without any more information, there's no way for anyone to predict that. So I'll keep an eye on Keanu, and if I get significant information, I'll do a out-of-cycle update. But for now, that's where we stand with Keanu Inu.